This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parashas Kiseisei, Tavshin, Ayin You find the parasha, towards the end of the parasha, Perich of Gimel, Pasachof, the Torah is going through different mitzvahs. The Torah says, Leistashik l'achicha neshech. Don't go and lend money with interest. Don't take interest from your brother, which means if you lend somebody some money, and you say, I'm lending you $100, don't take back $110. You can't take money, you can't make money by lending money. Now this is not the only time the Torah tells us this. Earlier, in Parshish Bahar, the Torah says the same thing. The Torah says over there, Al-Tikach ni'itay nashach Don't take interest from your friend. And you should fear Hashem. The Kliyakr points out, what's this double lash of nashach and sarbis? So the Kliyakr explains, the word Neshach comes from the word interest, which is the same, is, means interest, the same word as Neshicha, which means biting. The person who you're taking the interest from, it's hard enough he has to borrow money and he has to pay back that money. But now he has to pay back extra, that's biting. And the word Tarbis, that's from the word Marbis, that's from the word increase. That's the person who's taking the interest, he's getting. What's so bad about that? What's so bad? You're in business, I, I can uh, rent you my shovel and you have to pay, and I can make money off my shovel. Why can't they make, why can't they make money off my money? It's not like I'm forcing you to borrow. You're coming over to me. You need to borrow the money. Why by money do I have to be so careful, me Darais, about taking interest? And the Kliyakr explains very interestingly, he says, the next words of the Pasuk, tell us. Because when the Pasuk says, Do not take from him interest. You should fear Hashem. Says the Kliyakar, the Yerasim Elekecha is not just telling me don't do it in secret. It's also telling me why I shouldn't take money with interest. Because I should come to fear Hashem. He explains that when someone takes money for lending money, it's easy money. And a person who makes money in an easy fashion won't have betochen in Hashem. If he's able to make his money and it comes so easy, he won't trust in Hashem anymore. For example, a person has to go to work, he's a farmer, or he's a dentist, or whatever he is, he's always diving to Hashem to help him. But when you lend money to someone, to another Jew, you know for sure the Jews are honest, they're going to pay you back. If I lend you $100, I'm going to make 110 And therefore, a person has to be very careful not to lend money with interest because it leads a person to live a life without always thinking about Hashem, without having that betachan in Hashem. And therefore, the punishment for lending money with interest, Chazal tell us, is a person who does not get up by Tchiyas HaMesim. Someone who lends money with interest will not get up by Tchiyas HaMesim. When, when Mashiach comes, the dead will get away. And we will, uh, someone who lends money with interest won't. What's the connection? What does one have to do with the other? So it's interesting, the Gemara in Sanhedrin tells us, it's not enough just to believe in Tchiyas HaMesim. The Mishnah says in Tzad Yom Aleph, The following don't have a portion in Elam Abba. Someone who says Tchiyas HaMesim is not from the Torah. Don't think that means that a person doesn't believe in Tchiyas HaMesim. Rashi explains, even if he believes 100%, there's going to be Tchiyas Mesim. Ela Kaiferhu. 
Someone who says, of course, there's going to be tchias to make some. But it doesn't say so in the Torah. Hashem didn't say it's going to happen. That person is considered a kaifer, and he won't have a chalik of Elam Why? I believe in tchias to make some. What's so bad? And the answer is a person has to go and believe in Hashem. He has to live his life every day with that nemonis, with that imuna in Hashem. Not just, I believe it's going to happen because I, I, I want to live forever. I want to see my past relatives. No. It's because I want to live that closest with Hashem. And that's why someone who lends money with interest won't get up by Tchiyasam Because he's also living his life showing he doesn't need to trust in Hashem. My money comes anyways. Easy money. And that's why a person says to Kliyakashanala money with interest. Many years ago, in the times of the Chassam Sefer, there was a fellow in town who lent money with interest. He's a very wealthy man. And unfortunately, People needed money, and even though they shouldn't have, they were stuck, and they would come to borrow money from him with interest. They shouldn't pay the interest, but they were stuck, and they borrowed the money, and he would lend the money with interest. He was also a very stingy fellow. Well, as what happens to everybody, time went on. He never listened to the Rav when he told him not to lend money with interest. And as he got older, the time came, and he passed away. When he passed away, Shortly before he passed away, they found papers that he called in the Chavar Kedisha. And he started to arrange his, uh, his burial, his funeral. And they told him, look, we're going to bury you, but we're going to charge you 30,000 gold coins. He says, what? 30,000 gold coins to bury me? What do you charge everybody else? Well, poor people, we charge two gold coins. Rich people, we charge them six gold coins. So why are you charging me 30,000 gold coins? It's very simple. You're a rich man, you're stingy, you don't give any money, that's what we're charging you. You can't do that. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to do. Sure enough, he dies, and the kids come to the Chavar Kedisha to bury their father, and they say, fine, 30,000 gold coins. Ridiculous, we're not going to do it. The father sat there in the house one day, two days, three days. After three days, they didn't know what to do. So this wealthy family, they went to the governor. They said, governor, you're friends with our father. The Jews don't want to bury, they refuse to allow our father to be buried in the Jewish cemetery. The governor called in the Rav, who was the Chassam Sefer. And he says, Rabbi, and the, the governor respected the Chassam Sefer, he says, is it true you're charging my friend 30,000 gold coins to bury him? He said, yes. What do you charge everybody else in the Jewish community? Between two and six gold coins. So then why are you charging him so much? It's very simple. Why would we give someone a piece of property for two gold coins? The answer is, we believe that at the end of time, the dead will be resurrected. When that happens, they get up. Tomorrow, the next day, it's going to happen soon. So we bury the person. How much does he need to pay for this property? He's renting it. He's going to have Tchiyas Mason very soon. This fellow, who lent money with interest, he's not going to get up by Tchiyas Mason. And therefore... He's not renting the property. He's buying it. To buy the property for eternity, 30,000 gold coins is not a lot of money. The governor smiled and realized the truth of the Chassam Sefer. And that's what they did. Hoping that this person's neshama will get some sort of tikkun by this. But we see from here how important it is for everyone to live their life in a daily way, always looking to connect to Hashem. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.